I'm Matt, coming to you live from the Hailcast Studios, and I'm feeling hail. And now over to you. Thanks, Matt. I'm Michael, and I've got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. No. Try not. Do. Or do not. There is no try. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players. You have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. Start tasting that uh, infection, uh, some of that stuff that starts coming up in your chest. You know, you probably got to go to the doctor and so, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to breathe. Yeah, hard to breathe. Got that cough, nagging cough. Sort of wears you down. But you developed that over the weekend. Yeah, it was tough to uh, tough to properly cheer, especially on that punt return. I was really trying to hoot and howl, and I just didn't have it in, in my lungs to uh, to scream loud. It was sort of hurting. There was, you know, uh, the hundred and ten thousand and forty one other folks that were hollering yeah. and a hooting. Yeah, they uh, right made up for me anyway. Well, let's do a little recapping of that game that uh... that September eighteenth tilt with the Colorado Buffaloes. Eighteenth. Well, no. near sure it was on the. Uh... It was the eighteenth in like. Uh, Edit that out. The review, yeah. Um, Colorado Buffaloes uh, twenty-eight. Michigan Wolverines forty-five. Um, twenty-one to seven was the uh, end of that first quarter. How about that? Yeah, that was uh, that was scary. You know, I've just become uh, not cheering, not doing, just watching a girl a few years rows ahead of me. You know, from Colorado, with her hands in the air, clapping, and I'm thinking to myself, well, that will end. That will end. But boy, I sure wish it would end soon. Yeah. And then that drive down to go up what looked like they were going to be going up 28-7. to 7, I mean, that was really becoming concerned. Because I thought, okay, we can we can make up a 14-point deficit, um, I think, without much problem. But, man, you worry about the team getting down, too down. You know, I mean, there's a point of when you think, wow, can we come back? This, this can end. And, oh, boy, that, that was a big stand down there. I, 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 did, I don't know. I don't disagree. I do. I got to be honest. I really felt very confident that even if they had scored to go up twenty-eight-seven, uh, we were going to win that ball game. I didn't feel particularly. I was upset that they were putting numbers up. I guess is where I was coming from. Like, well, we're going to win this ball game, but I'm just kind of ticked that we were playing sloppy and that they were slot striking. receiver over and over again. I mean, I'm looking at. Yeah. They could have run that all night long. I mean, I kept looking at the formations and the gap for that slot to just spring into the open, and you were giving the quarterback uh, uh, a big envelope. That was a good quarterback. Uh, the, um, before we knocked him out. Uh, we talked about that last uh, week, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, yeah that making, it a, making it a theme here on this year, knocking quarterbacks out, and that we're lucky we did. Because the rate that guy was uh, throwing the ball, uh, his receivers were good, and they were beating our safeties like 
a step drum. Like a drum. I uh, I think we did make some adjustments, but uh, to that to those slants as the game wore on. Um, but then he dropped that bomb in the third quarter, right over the top. We had no answer for that. That seventy yard. Oh run. right, well, he dropped a bomb in the first. Yeah, I mean then the, to start the second, the third quarter. He was an accurate, uh, good quarterback. Good, good quarterback. Um, senior. I mean, you could tell he's been behind there for a while. He's confident, knows where to throw it and to zip it, and uh, give him credit. And their their D backs were were very good on our receivers on the other side of that. Yeah. Um, and I thought their D line and their linebacker. They had one D lineman and one linebacker and defensive end that played solid. Just. I think when they lost their quarterback, they lost a lot of their... Well, they couldn't do anything after that. So, you know, you, you each each side of the ball provides momentum for the other side of the ball, and once the momentum being provided from the offense stopped, the defense uh, was bound to allow us to score, and they did. That was uh, our defense as well, other than that back end. It was the, the first quarter was really where they did their damage, minus that 70-yard bomb. Um, the second quarter, third Smackdown and fourth and quarter was a beating. We uh, Michigan outscored the Buffs 38-7 to in the second, third, and fourth quarter. Um, outgained them 331 to 130. So you take a 70-yard bomb out, you can't take it out. But, I mean, that was one play, so you held them to 60 yards in three quarters. Minus the big play, which was there. Um, I guess point being is uh, Michigan didn't lose their heads. They uh, stayed the course and started laying the lumber to that quarterback. Man, was he getting hit. Yeah. Yeah, he was getting hit. The second string guy was getting hammered too. Um, well, yeah, he was. Michigan was in the second string and the third string's head. Before they even came to the game, I mean, they knew they were marked men. I mean, that, that just has got to be a terrifying situation. Rashawn Gary, yeah. that guy was phenomenal in the game. Ben Gideon, another phenomenal performance. Wormley, another great job. Godin, I mean, you go on and on about that that defensive line. I mean, if we get Monet and Taco Charlton back soon, holy cow! Yeah, it sounds like Taco might be back next week, but we'll we'll get into that in the Penn State um, preview. Um, Glasgow is is he the strongest man in the world? I mean, he's just crazy strong. Yeah, he's big, got, strong man. He had a double team where he shucked the one guy off, grabbed the other dude. You know, the inside the uh, the steering wheel. Yeah, the steering wheel, right in the shoulder pads there, and just did one of those and just ragdolled him. Like, man, that's a that's a three hundred pound. Center of guard or whatever he was. Anyway, yeah, there's no question that uh, Mr. Glasgow was crazy strong. Burst came in and had a big sack. He's fast. He is. He moves for a big man. Uh, Rashawn Gary moves <laughs> frighteningly fast. And as my wife said, she, um, I think it was the third string quarterback, was sort of rolling out to his right. And um, it was it was a big play. It was uh, a huge a huge stop. Oh yeah, yeah. Rashawn comes running yeah. in and just, yeah. raises his hands like this. Yeah. And Monica's like, so many of these guys rush in there without their hands up, trying to yeah. block the pass, and that that definitely did obscure the way he threw 
let go of that ball, which then felt incomplete. I think he threw that ball away, didn't he? He was running for his life. I think it went over the, um, it went, it went had to go high over Rashawn's hands, and so it was high for his tight end on that out, and it was a conversion. I think it was fourth down. I mean, they failed, and he walked off. And yeah, well, I tell you what, seeing Rashawn Gary in person is a different experience than seeing him on the television. No doubt, he is a giant of a man and can run. He ran that uh, was it a toss sweep off to the tailback. Yeah, he, towards the back, the Michigan bench. Yep, and he uh, stretched out the play. Yeah. Lay him down. Like, that's a fast tailback. Didn't give up. No. There was no... No, he's, he did let him turn the corner. The guy ran out of bounds. Yep. Didn't gain any yards. Like, man, that is 300 pounds running that fast. That was opposite side. Yeah. He came all the way down the, the line to follow him all the way to the opposite side of the field. So we've got a... Uh, and, of course, we haven't even touched on the the best player in the, in the park. Oh, well. Um... Jabril had himself a ball game. Yeah. Offense, defense, special teams. You name it. I can't think of a whole lot of other live performances I've seen that were any better than that. I've never seen a better performance ever by anybody <laughs> live. I remember uh, in the second quarter looking at uh, the folks that, well, my son, and uh, he doesn't know football, he's six years old. But I remember telling Matthew, like, oh my gosh, Jabril's going to have 30 tackles today. And he just kind of giggled, and I'm like, "Wow, he's not going to have 30. But it's got a lot already." Yeah, well, yeah. He, and uh, he leads the nation in tackles for loss. Yeah, yep. He leads the nation, or he's second in the nation in punt. In a I believe he leads the return. nation in. Well, I'll look right here. Punt return. National player leaders is he's number four. And, Total return, uh, baby. Total return yards. Average. Um. Anyway, he's got the most return yardage. Yeah, he's number four in average, so he's got 173 return yards. Yeah, he's popping off 20, 20 yards a pop on on punt returns. That's how many? Uh, that's yeah. crazy. Yes, that is not correct. Um, that's not usual. He is uh, okay. I'm looking at the national leaders in punt returns, and just a brief survey here. I'm already at the top. Oh, let's go to the end. Top 87. There's 87. There's only 87 listed. And one of those 87 is a linebacker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's Jabril. Junior linebacker. Three games, eight returns, 173 uh, total yards with a touchdown. Yeah, he's he's an absolute cyborg. And, And not to mention that during a game break, it was like a TV timeout. The defense is standing out in the field, and there's a like a little pet band playing some song, mm-hmm. and Jabril's out there dancing. Oh yeah, he's, he's just fun. dancing to the music uh, that the pet band's playing while everybody else on the defense is sort of standing around, but not Jabril. Yeah, Jabril's on peyote at Burning Man and uh, just grooved into the sounds. Yeah. Uh, you can see his smile. Yeah, uh, you know I know this is about peace, but he's still got the grin because he's smiling. I yeah. mean, he is on a different speed level. He touches the ball. He was turning corners at such a high rate of speed. Like when he got that sweep yep. around the end, and he was able to t- to cut it up, but he didn't. He didn't slow down. He kept them chugging. I couldn't believe he was able to keep the corner. It was like a supercar around a corner, who's just got ultimate traction. This dude, he's like an F one car. Yeah, Lotus. 
not slowing down. I'm not going to slow down to make this turn. Are you out of your mind? I'm coming full yeah. speed. Get in front of me. Can you imagine trying to get in front of that monster as he's barreling full speed towards you? He made oh. he made a cut on a uh, kick return where he planted his... Or it was a punt return. Now I forget. But he planted his right foot in the block M, like the, with a 45-yard line. And you can see the, the little black uh, rubber thingies in the field turf spray up. And he... Any of it, he made that cut so hard and at such a high rate of speed, um, didn't lose any momentum, and just cut right up field. I don't know. I guess seeing that live was well worth the the price of admission. Is watching that guy flying around at a high rate of speed, and there's a lot of athletes out there, a lot of really yeah. good athletes, and he is like head and shoulders, a different yeah. level of athleticism. Yeah. Like holy cow. That guy's going really fast. There was a uh, group of photos from one of the... I don't know if I got the link from MGO blog or if it was uh, somewhere else. But it was somebody on the, on, the, on, the, on the sideline who had taken a bunch of game photos, and they were wonderful photos. In fact, it was MGO blog because um, I think the title of it was uh, Brady's a popular... Brady is a popular guy or something like that. And then there was a link in there to the guy's game photos which then came up, and and obviously he's got explicit access because his photos were phenomenal. But the, I must have gone through six, seven photos of Jabril in that packet where every photo, hit, none of his feet are on the, on the ground. It's like what, it's like it's when you get to see photos of racehorses and all four of their hooves, are, none of them are on the ground, they're, they're, they're all in the air, and you're like, well, you know, how do they propel themselves? You know, they're just, they gallop, and then they're, they're airborne. Well, in the first six or seven photos I ran across Jabril, his feet are never on the ground. It's like he's he's like a racehorse, and, you know. Yes, anyway, he was a pleasure to watch. It was uh, just, without him, like Harbaugh said, we don't win. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, Coach would know, and from what I could tell, he provided a spark. Uh, Everywhere that, that that team needed uh, on all well all three phases. Yeah, he was, and he said it himself. You know, as, as a leader, I gotta, I gotta, as a playmaker, I gotta go out there and make plays to get, to get this team going. Yeah, and he recognized that too. Well, I tell you what, Mike, enjoy Jabril Peppers. I think we got what nine, ten games left. I this know. kid stays healthy. It's too bad because he he does have two more years eligibility. Yeah, we're not going to see no. that. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah, this is He it. could leave here with two years of eligibility and still be... I see today that he's in the Heisman conversation now. I mean... Well, he won the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week, the Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week, the Walter Camp Player of the Week, the Ronnie Lott Impact Player of the Week. Um, Even over Louisville, the Louisville quarterback, who is a wizard. I mean, this guy... I think the Ronnie Lott... Uh, is a defensive uh, Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, the Louisville quarterbacks are having a year. Oh, my God. Well, he he's, he you know, he is legitimately... He's the Heisman guy. He's right? the Heisman guy. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that guy can't be stopped. And that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's a scary thing. Although, um, if they will get stopped somehow. They'll break him. Somebody will break him. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, he's so good. He makes you miss so I think, easily. I think their schedule is not well, any event. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, great. We you got know, Jabril, man. We got Breezy. Yin and the Yang on that. Um, Wilton, you know, as good as Jabril was, I'm not going to say it, as bad as Wilton was, but, man, he was not the same quarterback we've seen the first couple of games. He seemed um, 
almost shot putting the ball at times. Um, uh, poor was, accuracy, indecisive. Uh, just looked like I don't know. Like maybe he was hurt. Maybe that. Maybe that blast he took. It should have hurt. I mean, it looked like it hurt. Uh, but um, I don't know. I just wasn't all that impressed with him. I, you know, then you you see uh, um, O'Corn run in there with uh, Jabril, and uh, you wonder what in the world are they throwing John John O'Corn in there for? And my only thinking there is they're hoping that the other team is concentrating on the quarterback switch and not noticing the tailback going in there. Was it O'Corn or was it Shane? It was Shane, wasn't it? Shane Morris Shane. Ran, in the, ran that okay. top sweep, and yeah. Shane led the uh, play with a block where he didn't really block anybody. I mean, he got his nose in there, Yeah, but he was kind of... So I think they're doing turning. that to, fo- to hopefully get the defense to focus on, who? who's that quarterback coming in there? That was a bizarre coach. play. That was second and ten, and we were down. And right. That was bizarre. It almost feels like... O'Corn came in like the next player. That was on... That was on... Again, maybe I'm just crazy. And I probably am. But it almost felt like the staff was just throwing that out on tape for for teams down the road. (laughs) Right, like you said, just a practice. Just, we're going to burn this play. If we get something, that's great. But uh, it's one more thing you got to... Well, you didn't get something. Yeah, they got 12 yards. Um... Yeah, Jabril does not get tackled for a loss. No. Much like uh, Davion Smith. Yeah, he, He's a powerful man. Good to see him get his first rushing touchdown and to see Jehu get his first touchdown, not as a receiver, but as a end-arounder. Yeah, he's good at that. A little discouraged about some of our uh, in- run blocking. Khalid Hill was blocking well. Yeah. He had the uh, twofer on yeah. Davion's touchdown. Yes, he did. He got uh, cut on, on that second block. So he blows up that linebacker, and then he's sizing up that defensive back, and the defensive back just figures, I'm just going to go to cut you. Okay. Right. You're not going to tackle my yeah. the guy with the ball. Sure. Well, that works. If I can freak you out enough to make you dive onto the ground, then... Right. Mission accomplished. Yeah, I think he got banged up. Well, I, I agree, though. You would think that there'd be more, but that's what I, I was thinking as well. You would, I, I think that offensive line has got to. Uh, I don't care if if teams are stacking the box, you've got to get more of a push, even when they're stacking the box. And the, I don't think Colorado was necessarily stacking the box either. That was what was discouraging. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't UCF loading nine guys in the box, which is a point of concern going forward. I was sort of anticipating and hoping for. I was predicting um, sort of a Stanford-ish offensive line this year. Maybe I don't. I should have figured. You know, we've got the same guys coming back that weren't getting that push. So perhaps we get those things cleaned up, or perhaps we've hit the ceiling of the the guys we've got. Yeah, uh, we'll have to scheme around it, and we don't get that beautiful bludgeoning run game that we were sort of anticipating. Ty uh, Isaac had a great shimmy move to free himself up for extra yardage during that game. That was probably yeah. sw- the best shimmy I've seen on a Ty Isaac ever. Yeah, that shoulder. He dips his shoulder. And then yeah, and the, the guy went the wrong way, and he picked up an extra... Dozen yards. Dozen yards, yeah, right. Got a big Just touchdown. Just on a shimmy. It was swell. He was, I'm so happy. Was that his first rushing touchdown ever? Oh, I don't think so. I oh, think no? he had one last year. He had the, the long one against UNLV. Oh, right, 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 right. 70-yarder. 
but that that touchdown. What he impressed me about that was patient. I looked over at uh, Chad, the the gentleman I was with, and I said, "Oh man, he had a lot more patience than I would have had," because he kind of just waited for those blocks to develop, and then just kind of shot right through that hole and banged it in the end zone. Yeah, untouched, untouched shot through it right. That was a nice looking run. It was a great looking run. Follow your blockers. Be patient. I hope that's it. I hope that's a new. You know, you know, or the new freshman dude does it. Although he sort of had his, he's having a. It's nothing as easy anymore. People obviously know who he is now. Yeah, uh, he's got a, He's been scouted. But it's early, you know. But Jake yeah. Butt. Jake can't Butt. go on without mentioning him. I mean, with time and time again, when we needed a seat, I mean that guy is open across the seam. Yeah, those drag routes were killers. What do you have? Seven grabs, eighty-seven yards. And was just getting big first down after big first right. down. Yeah, he's automatic. And I'll tell you the one thing that I thought was a beautiful... Um, it, it, I did say that Milton Spate had a bad game, but he, he was moving to his left in the pocket. And as he was moving to his left, he threw and led Grant Perry, oh, who yeah. was moving the opposite direction, and led him perfectly. I mean, that was a beautiful moving pass. Um, to throw in the opposite direction. Um, I mean, luckily it wasn't long enough where you'd like, oh, no, it was more straight on, but straight on moving in the opposite direction almost makes it the opposite. But then that catch and that run, that was that was, that was a, a great play. That a great was a pass long and catch. pass of the day, 54 yards. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a great... I think I think Grant Perry had a great game, obviously. You know, he had that punt re... Uh, Oh, the return touchdown right. the block punt he scooped up that loose ball Matthew said to me watch Peppers on this one dad he's getting ready for a, he's getting ready for a, uh, a big run back I go this punt's getting blocked Matthew you watch sure enough touchdown special teams were giant special teams were really the what won the day turned the tide you know that seemed to be that's a theme as well well two touchdowns you know, I'm watching that game, and I needed, I needed, I bet you know, I had a little wager on it with uh, one of my poker buddies, a six or a tall boy buds, and I took Michigan to the points. Well, how many you know, points? Because I saw 20, 20, and then I saw 17. 20. The guy behind me was a Colorado. There was four, four Colorado fans behind, right, directly behind me, and he got. I asked him uh, once I realized he had money on it, and the game was out of reach in the fourth quarter. He's like, well, playing for the five hundred bucks. I'm like, ooh, do you have do you have twenty? He's like, no, I got seventeen and a half. So it was coming right down to it. So that Kenny Allen missed field goal. He's like, yes, <laughs> he was all excited. Um, real good fans, real good guys. Yeah, I I have to say that uh, everybody from Colorado that I ran into uh, before and during the game, uh, real good folk. Yeah, not not a lot of folks, but you know, they're happy to be there. Uh, didn't expect much, you know. Um, hoped that they could make it a game, and they sure did. I'm sure they were pleased with the the way things were going that first half. Uh, yeah, I you know I hope that their quarterback heals up. Yeah, right. He was. A, I hope he does too. That kid was a stud. Is they'll be a decent team if that quarterback's healthy. If not, they're done. Because that second string quarterback's not going to lead them like he can. No, that first string quarterback. Cepho Lafoya. Lafoya. We should know the guy. Cepho Lafoyo. He was Carver, Michigan, up pretty good. Um, 
big, strong kid. Yeah, and tough until he, you know, until his ankle got crushed. Yeah, I'm sure that was an ugly looking thing when he took his sock off. But I was sure hoping for that. You know, ten minutes to go, just running it right up the gut. You know, Harbaugh don't care about no spread. Nope. Yeah. Oh well. He likes the W's. It is milk. Turns out. Oh, it wasn't pretty. But you know what? It was. It was two couple of hard hitting teams. Um, and it was competitive, and uh, I think people, you know, don't give Colorado any credit for being decent. Well, they had they have had no success in the last what, ten years. No. But it looks like they've got a good team. A decent team comeback. A much yeah. better team than they're right. used. They've had. In the I past. think people will have problems with them. It, it, well, if their quarterback comes back healthy, yeah, um, they right. could contend for the, for the Pac-12 division, whatever division they're in. I I, I would imagine. Um, yeah, brother Rich uh, and I had talked that maybe this was, a la the '97 year, this was our Iowa game. You know, you get a a pretty good scare, and you you dig deep and you pull it out. No, you did you just say Art Monk? Yes. He, that, you know, someone, uh, brother Rich, his uh, right roommate, was Art Monk. Yeah. Yeah. Brother Rich is your actual brother. He's not a. In, in He's not a friar. Not an order of uh, monkitude or anything. <laughs> monkitude, no. No, he's my blood brother. Um, so it's good to get these games. You know, it, it builds confidence. And what was impressive, and I think that uh, clearly what's different with this team versus two years ago, uh, we get punched in the mouth and we just fold. Right, yeah. yeah <laughs> you can count on that. You could absolutely count it. Um, the Utah game uh, in the rain that finished after the weather delay that was not unlike this I mean they, they kind of jumped out early on Michigan and Michigan folded um, and this squad I had full confidence that Michigan was come back and I actually thought they were going to cover the 20 points and they, I thought they were going to as well yeah, yeah they, they darn near did so tell me a little bit about your Game day experience, bringing the boy there for his first Michigan football game, Matt. Well, Michael, it was a, uh, as it turns out, a beautiful day. We were concerned yeah. with weather and rain and the whole bit. And I had packed all the uh, rain gear and change of clothes and the whole bit. Didn't need any of it. I, of course, I brought a raincoat and Matthew's raincoat, and that was a bit of a it wasn't a problem, but it was just getting tired of hauling it around. It's like an albatross, just hauling that gear around, but not a, not an issue. Uh, Matthew had a blast. Uh, Matthew and his buddy, I, you know, I was concerned that they were going to get a little bit squirrely and want to wander around and you know run up and down the stairs and check out the concourse, whatever. They were both just glued in on the action. Um, I can't speak for Mac, uh, Matthew's friend, but. Matthew doesn't really know football and its nuance and the rules and whatnot. Well, he's a first grader. Yeah, he is a first grader. Um, that being said, I mean, just the spectacle of it all was enough to keep him dialed in, and he had a ball. We stayed till the uh, till the end. For, yeah. uh, we walked in in time to see the uh, band. Where'd you park? We parked at. Uh, I went with Park and Party. Oh, yeah? Which I have uh, thought about and never done. And my concern was the rain 
um, may close off the golf course, in which case everybody's got to scramble to other spots. And so I didn't want to gamble on having to find, I just don't want to deal with finding a park. So I dialed up Park and Party first thing in the morning and found a place on Main Street, just south of the golf course. It's directly across the street from the driving range. Um, it was awesome. It was, I'd do it again. It was great. They had an indoor restroom. They had snacks. They had a TV. It was great. Um, threw the ball around in the parking lot. You know, a regular tailgate. We didn't have a grill or anything, but we had snacks. A couple of cold pops. Um, kids had a ball, and then we hiked through the golf course up to the ball game. Caught the ball game. It was, it was a great day. And uh, I was, you know, I looked for... Y'all, I think we're on the golf course uh, after your... Well, you tell me about your game. I did not see anybody that I was looking for, but I wasn't spending a lot of time looking for them. Right, yeah. I th- and time was running short. We were sort of in the same boat there, too. We we got there earlier than you did, and we did need rain gear. Um, we found uh, street parking on 4th, right near Packard. So free parking right on the street. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we walked uh, up... Uh, our object was we're going to Brown Jug having some lunch so we walked up to West Quad uh, where we couldn't get in to show the kids mom's uh, Adam's house room and dad's Rumsey house room but uh, we showed them the the courtyard anyway um, walked through the union and uh, rehashed a little bubble hockey from the 80s in the union and then uh, on down to Brown Jug where uh had a wonderful, uh, you know, it's you know, it's first come first serve there, and it's, that's not really even the case. It's it's you need to just be totally roaming around the restaurant looking for a table because if somebody oh, gets yeah. there thirty minutes after you and they get the table first, well, they get the table first. So right. it's it's yeah. almost like musical chairs. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we got a got a place after about ten minutes, fifteen minutes of waiting, and um, a couple of Long Islands. I uh, got myself the. Uh, uh, the Cook Cops Club. Uh, Matthew got Jim Harbaugh's meatball sandwich. Moni went with uh, D-Ball's patty melt, Bloody Mary, and Julia went with Camper's burger. Uh, sitting by a group of uh, kids that were just getting tanked, but they were fun to hang out with. Um, gave them the heads up on the Hailcast. Uh, by that time, though, the rain had stopped. It was drizzling the whole walk up there. Monica stops at uh, at one of those shops because um, she's wearing a, this. The only raincoat she's got is this uh, old Barnum hand me, you know, like freebie raincoat that they handed out to him. And she's goes and buys a, a Michigan rain uh, Michigan raincoat, and then uh, that was relieving the brown jug. She just, you know, what do I do with it? You know, puts it on a mailbox right outside the brown jug. So somebody's got a hopefully somebody that needed a raincoat got a raincoat. Uh, yeah, then walked over to the golf course and hooked up with uh, I'll. Our, our uh, Colorado pals and uh, our Michigan pals who were there tailgating, Bliss and the Dana boys and the Flins. And... I was only there, though, very short. We got there probably about uh, 2.30, and we were there at, until about 3, and then walked to the game. So we, we got there just in time to see uh, Brady and um, the Activision dude be introduced and uh, go out for the coin flip and so that was cool. Uh, and a great day. Yeah, I mean, just uh, turned out to be a beautiful short sleeve wearing day. And uh, yeah, so the kids had a great, great time, I think. And Monica had a great time. Uh, Julia was exhausted. 
they, we all had colds, so it was a long day, but uh, well worth it. Looking forward to the next trip. No doubt. Well, day. we take a uh, break right now. From We'll get a little word from our sponsor, and then we'll be back for a, a preview of um, Penn State University, the fighting child molesters. This episode of the Hailcast brought to you by Spear Fisherman's Friend. Does your throat burn like Poseidon's trident has been thrust down your gullet? Do your lungs flop like a speared fish when you cough? Does the taste of sharp metal get you down? Then plunge your mitt into the bilge for a spear fisherman's friend. Don't let it be the one that got away. Spear fisherman's friend. The fisherman's friend tamed my souring throat. The human torch was denied a bank loan. The skeleton ran out of shampoo in the shower. Mickey Mouse shrieked in pain as the bear trap severed his right leg. Chop suey, chop suey, says choppy. Ah, I think I'm warmed up. Yeah, I'm good. I got your chops going. I'm ready to go. The spear in my neck was the death knell. All right, just had to add one there. Good. Yeah, so that fisherman's friend, uh, spear was, I thought it was pretty decent until I had spear fisherman's friend. Well, it's a testimonial. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. You're living I'm, proof. I'm, I'm a test case, anyway. Yeah. You look like you're shaping up. I mean, it's probably do, doing you some good. Yep, that and uh, a five day uh, antibiotic and a five day steroid. I'll be like Arnold, hail and. Uh, Hale and healthy, like Nathan Hale, and that other Hale guy that was on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, the you, captain skipper. The skipper, yeah. Bob Hale, Jim Hale, um, skipper. Skipper, yeah. Yeah, the the hell we can't remember. Yeah, the, his name, name on the show, I think mentioned in one episode, was uh, Jonas Grumby, was his skipper's name right. on the show. But his real name was something Hale. Hey, you've got the internet right here. But I don't want the internet to tell me. Let's, 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 let's chew the internet. Anyway, it'll just, it. we just gotta soak in. It's just gotta stew. It'll come to us. All them listeners, all you fine listeners, you're screaming at your radio. You know, right you now. know it. You, you know, know it. you know it. But, uh. Come on! But did you know Jonas Grumby? I bet you didn't know that one. Yeah, you, you, a lot of folks wouldn't. Yeah. A lot, some folks might think Mick Grumby, Gumpy, um. But Jonas, you know, that's... Great show. God, always foiled. There's a biblical reference, you know, in that Jonas Grumby there. Well. That's Sherwood Shorts for you. Yeah, no doubt. A deep man. I, I think there's a, a, a place in East Lansing, like, that is just off campus that you can live in an apartment complex called Sherwood Shorts. Sherwood, Sherwood Shorts Forest or something. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of couch burning there. Would make sense. Um, well, moving on to well, do you have any other salves or ointments that you want to shout out? Oh, I'm a big fan of salves. Yeah. Anything that you know from Cream Abdul Jabbar. Yeah. Uh, one of our sponsors. Yeah. Episode one sponsor, I do believe. Yes. That's more of a cream, though. 
That's uh, the power. The power of an ointment salve is uh, underrated, but yet it it's a it's a historical. Uh, I've been used for antidote. years. Yeah, many cultures. Uh, I'm a big fan of savvy. Savvy salve. Well, yeah, but that just goes. It's like it's Prince a savvy or a mocking. <laughs> it's just one name. One name. Mocking is Macaulay Cockin condensed into one name for those who weren't sure. Presumably, Savvy would be much like a Brazilian soccer player who's just got the one name. Yeah, a, yeah. I think if I think when I'm spreading that on my loins, it's I think the, I'm kind of Brazilian soccer player. Supermodel comes to mind as I'm spreading yeah. salve on my body. Yes, presumably the. I'm the only one thinking that. <laughs> well, let's hope. Um, Speaking of uh, rubbing ointment on a on a man's body, let's get on to Penn State. Yes, let's do that. That's uh, James Franklin, the head man over there at uh, Penn State University. He's on a mildly warm seat, I would think. He's got a great name for Penn State head coach because I think of Benjamin Franklin mm-hmm. being from Pennsylvania. Yep. James Franklin. James is a, one of those. Classic James founding father like names. Yeah. James Franklin has got a great name for the job. However, however, he's he's got to start beating some folk. And uh, I don't think he's beating a ranked team. Uh, I don't think he's going to start this week. No, no, I don't either. Uh, the folks in Las Vegas are calling it a sixteen point game. I don't know. That's probably moved. Uh, I got it right now as a 19 point. 19, so yeah, the it's money's... Moved. It started money, at 15, now it's at 19. Money's moving on the blue. Um, I, I I don't think there's anything Penn State can do to, to win this game. I They're 0-2 against Michigan. 18-13 loss, 28-16 loss. I want to say, was their last victory when Hackenberg was a freshman and we went up to Happy Valley... That was the uh, 27 well, we for 27 We won two in game. a row, so it was three years ago. Whatever. Yeah, that was that awful triple overtime or whatever the hell it was. Travesty of a ball game. But let's not talk about that. That, uh, that was a long time ago. That was a different staff. We've got them in our house. They're uh, coming off a 31-24 win against Temple. Bill Casby's Temple. Well, well they had the big, you know, they honored... Uh, Joe Paterno this past weekend. That's right. And Temple honored Cosby. Yeah, it was a real... Real good time there. A lot of uncomfortable alums and boosters on both sides of the aisle there. We're not going to be... Do we have a honorary captain? I mean, we come off of Jordan and Brady. Uh, Michael Jose? Michael Jose. I could see him. Oh, 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 you're talking about a celebrity. Yes. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is an honorary captain. I know that Hank Aaron's coming in for Wisconsin. No kidding. Yeah. I don't know Penn State. Penn State. Perhaps, uh, oh, are there any disgraced and um, defrocked priests that they maybe maybe, uh, could be honoring just sort of to make Penn State feel at home? Father, uh, nah. uh, no. Oh yeah. Well, there, there are several, um, but not that I am aware of that are invited to 
be honored at Michigan Stadium on Saturday? Uh, well, well, we'll find out. There's time. We'll we'll do some more research into that. Um, we got a decent running back for Penn State. He was hobbled a bit. He's all they got. But he's pretty good. He ended up sealing the deal with a big old fifty-five-yard TD run. Uh, and they've got a decent number number one wideout is Goodwin. He had his first hundred-yard game last game. Um. However, their senior linebacker, uh, Naeem Wardman-White, was out for the season with a knee injury. They got a lot of injuries. Um, and also, I think we were speaking about it a little earlier, they are no good on third down conversion. And Michigan is first nationally in third down denial. Yes, they are. That does not bode well. For Four Penn State. out of thirty-eight allowed. That is an incredible uh, three games. So, you know, going into the game, the their strengths um, uh, there aren't many. There, you know, you read the Penn State blog, and you get kind of a a sense that they're those in the know are, are looking at an offensive line that seems to be regressing. Yes, that's I'm, too bad. I'm listening to James Franklin and his, you know, Michigan Week comments talking, you know, reiterating gap integrity and gap assignment. Mm. That just seems like a, a a bad thing to have a theme throughout your, you know, I mean, if you're really trying to teach gap assignment and gap integrity week four of the season, I mean, you need to do it, I guess. But that just, that seems like it's, that puts them in a bad spot. Um it doesn't. It doesn't match up. Their weaknesses match up with Michigan's strengths. Yes, in several categories, um, does not bode well for the Nittany Lion. Um, it's a good. I think it's a good uh, matchup for Michigan on a few fronts. A, it's Penn State. That's always fun to yeah. to beat up on Penn State. It's, it's yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Hard hitting game. It uh, it will be a hard hitting game. And it gets you know it gives us a chance to um, to bounce back you know get the cobwebs out after the Colorado game some yeah, sloppiness smash there smash the nose as they said yeah bounce back get a good week of practice in and uh, let's get this Big Ten championship off to a good start every game from here on out is a championship game says Harbaugh can't disagree with him no no we're gonna we're, things are gonna start elevating quickly. Yes, I would imagine practice this week is a little bit more intense than last week. Um, this is where you play for the hardware. I mean, it starts right now. I'd like to see a spate bounce back. Yes. Looking for a little rebound game out of him. Unless he's dinged up. Well, he Harbaugh did... seems willing to hold out somebody. I don't think he really, really want to hold out his quarterback, though. Spate said it was the, uh, he, well, he didn't say it was the hardest he'd ever been hit, but he says, I've never been hit like that before. Um, so I don't know if you can read that that was the hardest he's been hit. Regardless, it shook him up. And I I wonder if he got, like, his funny bone numbed up. I wonder if he was playing with a partially numb hand. He wrong. He got whacked. Yeah. Some so, guys just jump right back up, and so you don't even think that they got his bell wrong. You know, they just... Those guys just want to get back up. Yeah. So, comes off the sideline, yeah, my elbow hurt. Meanwhile, he's, you know, half 
conscious. Right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he uh, bounces back. Um, Harbaugh seemed to like his toughness, and as do I. I mean, right, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't hobble out and call it a day. No, he got back. He's a big guy. Yeah, he is a big feller. Six six, what two fifty? <laughs> that guy that hit him was a big feller too. So that bodes well for our because lots of guys uh, crumple up and don't come back after that. So yeah, hope he has a bounce back. I'm looking to see. Just what Jabril can do. I mean, can he finally put a game together? You know, it's I'm sick of him being the guy like, come on, we've heard this hype, but let's hear what you can do. Jabril? Maybe the Penn State game is, is his coming out party. I don't know. Peppers? Yeah. Boy, I don't know. Colorado was a pretty good, <laughs> it's a pretty good game. Um, yes, I know. You're, you know I I'm see being a bit facetious. A facetious. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Well, maybe he gets a little bit more involved in the offense. Right, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm eager to see if I he can continue saying. building on this. I got um, you. And, and, you know, and I, I believe he will be trying to. And I think now that he's had a sniff of that end zone, and, could, a, and a sniff of, of dominating a game, and yeah. and it being all cool, and, you know, nobody needs to, because maybe, maybe part, of, part of you feels, you know, we don't know, we can't crawl into his head, and you wouldn't think it'd be the case, but he doesn't want to... Look like he's doing too much and too flashy, but if it's cool, hey, there's there's nothing saying that this is not uh, the CU game was not the first of a series of ball games where he is dominant. No, and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna dominate. Well, put him in the Heisman talk, which he should have been in, you know, uh, but he needed to have a performance like that to put him legitimately in the Heisman talk, and if he can have. There's a very real chance that Several this is games the like uh, that. final wow. year of Jabril in the in the winged helmet, and uh, he's here to win. Yeah. He came here to win, and uh, Heisman, no Heisman, New York, no New York. He just wants to win a freaking championship, and he'll do whatever the yeah, hell the coaches want to do. He's going out strong. Yeah. yeah. He ain't coming back. He's probably not coming back. That would be a bad decision for him to come back. In fact, if he's coming back, that bodes poorly on... An injury of sorts um, that would because on his merits he's not coming back. No, no. Um, what well, else he's going to be an ambassador. Yeah. Well, he loves he loves Amazing Blue. Loves him dearly. Um, what else would you like to see out of Michigan? I'd like to see better field goal. Yeah, Kenny Allen had a rough game in all phases. Yeah, he didn't look sharp. He, did, he looked sort of lethargic. Uh, although, i, I got to be honest with you, I was watching him boom um, punts yeah. during TV timeouts on the sidelines, and he was putting them way into the stands. I think he was surprising himself at how some, far some of these punts were going. Yeah. So, not necessarily punting, I wasn't down, but... He had some crummy punts. He had the really <laughs> nice punt that we called the timeout on, or coach called the timeout. Yeah. And he... Hammered that thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, the hanged. That thing went so high, and then it dropped. And it, I mean, of course, no one was feeling it because the whistle had blown. But it, it ended up dying on the two yard line all on its own. It's a beautiful punt. Of course, it didn't count. No. Regardless, yeah, I'd like goal. to see uh, oh, his wow. field goal uh, sharpen up. And uh, he's doing a lot of work, though. He's doing all three duties. Yeah. Coach said he wanted to see somebody else uh, do take the kickoff duties from Kenny and give him some rest. But um, thus far, no one's stepped up to to do that. So Kenny's gonna 
Five-star Queen Nordine. Huh? I think he's, he's nursing an injury of sorts, is what the grapevine says. Hmm. I don't know if that's a hamstring. I don't know what that is. He's got a strong leg, though. That's why Harbaugh slept over to get him to commit. He's a big timer. Um, I'd like to see the uh, rushing game. Well, yeah, that's Dominate. the biggest thing I'd like to see as well. I would love nothing would make me would please me more than to just impose our will on the on the uh, offensive line. That's fun to watch. Well, you heard, I think I read James Franklin talking about how you know they big and physical, and we we've, we've got to stop the running game. Because if we can't stop the running game, then we, we've got to try to make them one dimensional. Um, so I think that's going to be their. Obviously, that's going to be everybody's first stop It's the running game. So, um, you've got a, I think, a, either a redshirt freshman who came in and uh, replaced their senior linebacker. So that doesn't bode well uh, for the running game defense on their parts. I think he had a decent game for just being called up there. But uh, Penn State's, uh, they're young. Yeah, and they're they're in their second string in a lot of positions. Yeah, they have they were they had a list of all the players they were without at some point during last week's game, and it was shocking. Yeah, their quarterback is uh, Trace McSorley, who is a redshirt sophomore. He's what six foot, two hundred pounds, ish. Real good chance he doesn't see the end of the game. Uh, a six footer, I don't think is 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 a real big threat against. I think you've got to be a tall dude against Michigan's D line. That's a giant guys are huge. Those are That's giant why I think that Colorado, you know, six four is what you got to yeah. be to really cause to see what's going on. And you could, and he was strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think this guy's gonna. Yeah, doesn't have. I'm I'm not a guy that that's six foot, two hundred. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, that's what I recall. Let me look. He is in their roster, six foot, two hundred one pounds. All right, so he's fairly solid, he's, but he's but there. he's breakable. He's gonna break. He's gonna break. That's your call. I think we go four for four on breaking quarterbacks. Sticking with the theme. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Six foot two hundred. If he was six two two fifteen or two twenty. Yeah, maybe. By the way, I oversold my weight earlier on my breakables. I I did have to go to the doctor, and I went. And I was telling you know the the world here I'm two six one and a half and two twenty eight when in fact I'm about ten pounds lighter. Oh yeah, yeah wow. Wait, the same height? Did they measure your your height? Uh, I I'm not judged by my height generally. Good. Good, so you're... So I'm always in flux. I'm never... So I cage you that way. You're svelte. Shrinking, growing, shrinking, growing. Oh, no shrinking, growing. Tugging, tug, pulling, tug, and tug and toe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I have any fear out of Penn State. I'm going to be just very honest about that. Um, I, I think that Michigan covers that spread very comfortably. I... I have fear if we're at their house. I have no fear of them coming here. 
yeah, I think we are the superior team. Um, and if it honestly, if it comes down to okay, there's mistakes on both sides, and it's this, or mistakes on Michigan playing sloppy again, and it comes down to a uh, a battle of wits, Jim Harbaugh versus James Franklin. Um, I'm sliding all of my chips into the middle of the table yeah. on Jim Harbaugh over James Franklin. And I think all of the uh, Penn State bloggers that I was reading are, are going to call it a success if they can cover. That's so they've, they've, con- they've conceded defeat. Yeah, they think it'll be a, a, um, a something to hang their hat on if they can cover the spread. Well, that's... Michigan they, wasn't there too far, too long ago. No, no. Um, no, they, they think that maybe they can beat Penn State. I mean, Mich- Michigan State. Um, and... Uh, and Iowa or, or or Wisconsin, one of those two, because they play them at home. But they have Ohio State and Michigan on the road, and they there's a guy like the, the, we don't we don't we're not even on the same level of these teams. Those those teams will roll us. Penn State's they know better than I do, so I'm gonna have to go with uh, you know I have to take that into into account. So we've got some predictions that we've been making throughout this uh, quarterbacks going down. I think uh, we had another prediction of um, uh, scores that uh, of the games. Also, uh, whether Peppers was going to get interceptions uh, instead of uh, before he got yeah punt returns and Let's vice versa. Let's talk about that. Yeah, we uh, that question was last well, week. All right. We got that punt return. I'm, We've got a punt I, return. Actually, I said I, I think it, I thought he'd get two punt returns before he got an interception. So one We're down, halfway there. halfway there. I was hoping he might. He, he was so amped up. And if he would have got the, another perfect punt, you know he would have tried to take it back. But but plenty of opportunity coming up here. I mean, you know, the, they're terrible at third down conversion. Michigan's number one in the nation. Yes, uh, we're going to see be, a lot of punting. punting um, and, and they're going to get sick of... Uh, the, the Peppers, I think, if you give him six chances to return punts a game, one of them, from this point going forward, one of them is going to be... He could break the record for punt returns now that he's had a sniff. So anyway, so there's a prediction coming up here. I'm thinking there's another punt return before the interception. You know, an interception, that kind of interception he's going to get is going to be like a batted ball where he's already in the backfield and he's catching it and he's running it for, you know, if he gets an interception, he's going to have it where he's pick six. Nobody's nobody's in front of him. Yeah, it'll be on a screen. I don't know why. Right, yeah, like McRae almost had. uh, Yeah. Yeah, he had him last year against Minnesota that he had in his mitts, and he just flat out dropped it. And he had nothing but green, and that was six points, and he was bumming. Um, he's not going to get a traditional, you know, post-route interception. He's just not in coverage like that. No. Or he hasn't been. He hasn't been in much coverage. He's been, he's been blissing. He's been a linebacker. He's just been, like, racing to the quarterback yeah. or f- jumping out on a... On a screen pass, um, what hold the edge. Good grief, he is a wrecking ball. Oh, uh, PFF, uh, Pro Football Focus. I want to say was them that I saw this number from. He had what did they say? It was twenty percent missed tackles last year. Um, not a problem this year. He has not missed a tackle this <laughs> through three games. That's what he said he was focusing on: is is not missing tackles. And he is focused. He is blowing people up. I mean, is he is a sure tackler now? No doubt about it. Um, yeah, when he hits you, you're you're going down. 
Oh, and he did some hitting. Holy moly. He came flying in. He came a-calling. Well, you got a score? Uh, no. Let me you know, think. cutting and running. We'll taking a stab at the score. Do you want to write it down privately? All right. Look like what we did last week. Sounds good. Uh, Sounds good. I'm going to do this right here. I'm going to put another... Yeah, I... Okay, I got my score. And how about you? You good? You a long division? Yeah, I got my score. All right. Um, I've got thirty-five to six. Wow, I got 59 nothing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no kidding. Um, so it's it's going to be a decisive victory. Um, why not? What are they going to do? They're not going to move the ball. I mean, Saquon Barkley may get loose. I'm guessing he's not. We've got to worry about their running backs torching us. I think we've got a great day ahead of us. Yeah, I, they've got a nice receiver, but I just don't see that quarterback having any time, and I really don't see that quarterback finishing the ball game. Four inches too short to uh, make that pass. Yes. Another four inches on Miracle Grow. Life's a game of inches, and I only got eight. Well, Mike, this has been a pleasure. It's been it's a, always a pleasure, Matt. And i got to give you credit for playing uh, injured uh, bronchitis, no bronchitis. I'm a gamer. You are a gamer. So I appreciate you stepping up to the plate. And we'll look forward to Penn State on Saturday. Oh, harkens back to leaving the game when Manningham delivered the score. Oh, yeah. Jimmy and I did not leave that game. Uh, um, good bless. That was a hell of a ball game. And also the thoughts of... Uh, uh, Woodson up the middle on a post pattern. Yeah, against Penn State. Judgment Day. Uh, I'm 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 hoping to see a Peppers like uh, uh, post pattern uh, reenactment of Woodson against Penn State. That would be sweet. That's my one off prediction. Wow, like, man, out of nowhere. Man on fire. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there ain't much more to say except let's go blue, baby. Let's go blue. You're going to be put into a foster home, so I need to know, would you like to go to Neverland Ranch, a Catholic church, or Penn State University? (laughs) We're having fun here, aren't we? Penn State administrator walks into a bar. Where's that smile? How about this one? Joe Paterno doesn't walk into a police station. And it also says here that Penn State prefers to be losing at halftime? Because at Penn State, they like when you're a little behind in the locker room.
don't find the money strapped to my thigh. Why is she You just drop them pants. Drop? Just take them right off. Qualifications. Rape, murder, awesome, and rape. You said rape twice. I like rape. 